Welcome to the Couragepreneur Podcast. The podcast for people who want to be more resilient in life and business by developing their courage muscle to live life, love life, and be their absolute best. Now, let's go live to your host, Pix Jonathan. G'day there and welcome to another episode of the Couragepreneur podcast. Today I've got the exciting privilege and honour of interviewing the amazing Trina Lehman Hansen and she's tuning in all the way from Yelling in Denmark. So hello Trina. Hi Pix, I'm so happy to be here. It's lovely to talk to you again. Thank you so much. And we met courtesy of Facebook. Um, I think we'd done one of the Tony Robbins events and then we followed up with connecting. So, you know, sometimes people bag what's out there on social media, but it has brought us together. Yes. I mean, from across the world, how else would we have met? So I think I think that's amazing. I love the, the connection opportunities it, it gives is. Us. And you're a bit like me, um, Trina, a bit of a spiritual rebel. In fact, you're writing a book. <laughs> yes. Book, haven't you? The, a spiritual yes. rebel enjoying the heck out of life. Yes, exactly. Because that's how I have come to see myself. I, I call my, my Facebook page the spiritual rebel as well, because I got sort of tired of everybody telling me how to do even personal development is sometimes sort of made out to be like a long to-do list. You have to meditate, you have to journal. And if you don't do this, you can't call yourself spiritual or, you know, all these rules. I don't want any more of that. Fantastic. And it means different things to different people, spiritual, as does courage, which we will dive into our, our interview now. So we start off by asking what courage means, and then we do our courage acronym. So Trina, mm-hmm. what does courage mean to you? Oh, it's, I, I love your questions. I think it's a great topic. Um, and as you say, there's so much to say about it but to me I think it's mostly about being true to ourselves mm-hmm. being who we really are no matter what what other people might be thinking about it but mm-hmm. it is taking me quite a while to to get to where I feel that kind of courage yeah, um, yeah. and being true to yourself that is so true because you know, on, especially in this day and age with social media, we can have a highlight reel or compare our low light reel with other people's highlight reel. So being true to yourself and, and you've struggled, you know, you've had your own mental health challenges and that. So what was one mm-hmm. time you were feeling less than courageous, Trené? Well, you, you picked up on it right away. It was uh, more than a decade of stress and depression mm-hmm. um, because I later realized, not while I was in it, while I was in it, I was practically just struggling to get through my days and survive. But afterwards, when I've been looking back, it has gotten clear to me that my stress was, it it wasn't a time management issue. It wasn't a work-life balance thing. It was about feeling stuck between not having the strength to be me out there in the world. And at the time, I wasn't really clear who that was. I just sensed that I was different, but 
I didn't have the courage mm. to stand up for being who I was. Mm. And then on the other hand, I was also too stubborn because as my brother said, he was like, well, it would have been so much easier for you to just conform and get along. I mean, you could just have gotten a normal job and you would have been fine. And I was like, no, but that would mean giving up who I am. Who you felt you are. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So true. So you struggled for 10 years. And how did you actually bring yourself out of that, Trina? Well, that's that's sort of the amazing thing. And and that that's what made me write the book because it's actually it's Mm. at new year's this last new year's um was was sort of the the turning point for me i can't say it was exactly you know it wasn't the stroke of midnight or anything but i always sort of stop and take stock around new year's like i think most people do and and i'd had a couple of good days and i sort of felt okay this might be my time because i had been struggling yeah, I had been struggling up till then. And I had sort of gotten to a point where I got angry and frustrated. And I was like, it just can't be true that life has to be this hard. I don't want to to struggle and effort and try to live up to all these things anymore. So I sort of got, yeah, again, stubborn and, and a little huffy. And so like, nope, I'm not going to do that anymore. I, I refuse. I'm no more. And then things started turning and and then there was that Tony Robbins event in January or February Mm -hmm. and then that sort of gave me a boost and then there was another workshop and and another webinar and another thing and then I met some people here and and things sort of snowballed so by March I was I was feeling really on top of my game I had sort of discovered what it is that makes me unique and and what I want to do with my life. And that's when the thought to write the book came up. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you segued into so many questions that we've got coming up. So (laughs) dive down into our courage acronym now. Mm -hmm. And as I said, connected on Facebook because I guess like attracts like and the old saying birds of a feather flock together. Um, And I, I like to say your vibe attracts your tribe. But Trina, how do you best... Um, connect and communicate with C being our first letter how do you best connect and communicate with people well I guess online is a good place for me because I consider myself an introvert first and foremost and then a textrovert because I do like <laughs> I do I like that. to write things but I haven't Sorry? that a textrovert that's great yeah no <laughs> I don't I don't think it's an actual term I, I heard it somewhere and, and it just felt so right because I, when I get to write my thoughts out, they make, they make sense to me as well at the yeah. same time. And I sort of, it gives me, it gives me, you know, a little pause mm-hmm. to think. So I like that. Mm. And uh, I'm a big one on communication, as you know, and mm. certainly writing a book, um, mine is in the thought, well, it's more than in the thought process, but I love words and the same yeah. as you. So yeah, I love that textrovert. I think that's a great one. And I shall quote Trina when I've said <laughs> that before or say it in the future. <laughs> so that's you're, you're very welcome. I think it's one that deserves sort of a, a wider audience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, moving on to our second letter, Trina, mm-hmm. is O. What does, and I love this because you have such a big one, but what does having an open heart mean to you? Oh, wow. That's another 
big one. Um, I think it's, well, th that's the thing, isn't it? Everything kind of connects because if I want the right to be me, that's, that's what I should be affording everybody, isn't it? So I like to think of myself as open-minded and open-hearted because I do my best to, to be open and curious and to see who people are and then let them be who they are. Yeah. And that's and really of course connection. Sorry to interrupt. You said about open heart and open mind. Mm -hmm. I think the mm -hmm. two go absolutely hand in hand. Um, yeah. And you touched on not judging others, just having that open heart and open mind to accept people. Yes. And of course, that's easier said than done sometimes. <laughs> and I have noticed that for myself, it's easier when people are sort of at an arm's length, the closer they, they get, the more personal you it gets, the harder it can be sometimes. Because if, if our emotions are triggered, we're not always in that space of being open. Yeah. Um, it's a work in progress, absolutely. Myself included, hands up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the beauty. <laughs> yeah, that that's the beauty of of the whole personal development, isn't it? That it's a lifelong job. We'll never be unemployed. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, exactly, that's for sure. And you touched on it before. Um, what mm -hmm. makes Trina uniquely Trina? Well, um, what I have come to to think of as me is the quality that that was. Well, it's actually both the the biggest sort of limitation for me and my my strongest point at the same time because it I realized it at the time while I was stressed and depressed that what held me back from just being normal and living a normal life was a sensitivity. Um, there's there's you know books about highly sensitive people and it's not really a recognized sort of category yet um but there's a lot of us and for me it was this sense of picking up on things and patterns and how are people feeling and why are we doing what we're doing and always wanting to improve on that because human i i, I used to say human actions interactions and reactions that's that's what i find more fascinating than anything and, i can tell and, you such a wordsmith because i'm actually writing i was stressed and depressed now i'm a extrovert uh, yeah, <laughs> talking about acting reacting and interacting i love your words alliteration and all that i'm so into that as well so there's no surprises that you've written a book trina <laughs> oh i hope people hope people are gonna like it <laughs> They will, they will, absolutely. So moving on to our next letter in our courage mm -hmm. acronym, it's R, and it's what um, is one relationship tip that you can uh, provide our listeners to develop real relationships? Mm. Mm, that's another good one. And relationships are sometimes tough for me because, well, there are various kinds, but I tend to get really invested when, when I let people into my sphere, I get really invested. Mm. Um, so I, mm, so, well, I think the relationship I'm most happy with or most sort of proud of is the one I have with my kids. Mm -hmm. 
um, because I, I raised them by myself. The first one was a surprise. The second one was by choice. Um, and that has given us a, a special bond. Mm -hmm. And it, it connects again about letting them be them because for years I was sort of feeling guilty because when they were born, I didn't experience that thing that that sort of overwhelming parental a, love and and yeah. that that you know I I thought I was supposed to so I was I was like oh my god am I wrong am I going to be a horrible parent yeah. but what I felt instead was an awe sort of oh my god I have been entrusted with this brand new human yeah. possibly an old soul but but a brand new human being and I get to be the guardian and the guide for this human being. So I think in retrospect, of course, that that has actually sometimes been, been a good thing because mm -hmm. they, I never considered them, you know, extensions of myself that mm -hmm. some, some parents seem to, I have always had the very, very strong sense that they were individuals. So coming back to letting people be who they are, mm -hmm. I think I have managed that. Mm -hmm. And also communication, as you say, that has been key. I've always told them that as long as we keep talking about things, we can solve anything. So we have been talking about stuff, probably because there was just me and them as well. Yeah. I have tried to keep it at a level they could understand, but we've Age always, appropriate. yeah, yeah, yeah. But we've always, you know, talked about it. So when they were upset because one of their friends had treated them badly, we were always talking about, well, if someone if someone does that, that's because they're not feeling good inside. Mm. So it has nothing to do with you, but of course you're upset. So we talked about things and I think that gave us that good relationship. Mm. So it, it comes back to the open heart and the communication. It does, and, it does. and that's why I guess, you know, the courage acronym really does oh, yeah. all our lives personally and professionally. Yes, yes, it's it's really a good one. I like it very much. Ah, thank you, Trina. Um, so moving on to A, now mm -hmm. you haven't always had an amazing attitude. Obviously, you said you were <laughs> depressed for those 10 years. Um, but I just love your soul now and your spirit and your attitude. So how do you maintain your amazing attitude these days? Oh, thank you, pigs. Um I wish I wish I could say that I did actually maintain it. <laughs> I do most days and oh, and since new year come on my funk was the other day it's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm just I'm still, you know, almost pinching myself because since new year since that shift I haven't been back in in my hole. Mm. So I've had days where I was sort of like mm, things aren't going my way but but I haven't I haven't cross that sort of tipping point mm. and and that's just so amazing and and well some of the things I use are are the stuff I put in my book the methods and the, the tools and the tricks um, that I have developed along the way and of course inspired by by people smarter than me coming before me but I've turned it into my own things so I like the American term about eating our own dog food. Sounds better than <laughs> taking our own medication. Yeah. Uh, so sometimes I'm laughing. I'm like, 
all right, I just had dog food for breakfast because I start my morning journal. So, so journaling is one way, you know, so if I'm having a bad day, I write it out or instead of I'm, I'm not going into, Oh, I'm annoyed with this. And then she said, and then he did, mm. but sort of, why did I react to this? Yeah. I like looking into that. Why did this make me mm. annoyed or, mm. and then, I know that if I can figure out what it is, I can I can work through it. And once you acknowledge it, you can then mm. do something about it. But if you don't know, you can't do anything about it. And I love that you said about journaling because journaling is mm. very you know cathartic for me as well. And yeah. even journaling on social media, I will do a post. Um, I'll write it in notes on my phone. Um, because the first episode or the first draft is never the right one Uh, and then I'll edit that and then I'll upload so I find that helps me maintain my attitude like yeah I just yeah journaling is so critical and um, it is important that you do have a pen and paper though at times I don't always do it on my phone I have a a journal Mm -hmm. that I do write physically write because there's that connection between the hand and the brain as well Yes, and I, I love that you, you're bringing that up because uh, a few months back I started uh, writing the first page every day with my non-dominant hand ex- oh, because it, yes, it yes. gives that brain connection or it, it makes our brain work in a different way, keeps a bit of flexibility. Mm-hmm. So sure I, I like that. Writing left-handed, um, but good on you for that. So, but uh, certainly, you know, balancing the brain, that's great. Mm. And speaking of great, our next letter mm-hmm. is G. So what is mm-hmm. one thing that you're grateful for, Trina, either today, this week, this month, this year maybe, post-January? Oh. <laughs> well, mm, you know, the hardest part, but the hardest part about that question is that that it's one thing to be grateful for <laughs> because that's one of the amazing things about the shift that has happened. There are so many things to be grateful for. But if I have to point one out, it's I am so grateful that I have learned how to get on life's good side. Mm. I mean... Mm. You know, having life at my back instead of fighting it every day, that has made such a big difference. And I am Beautiful. I am really grateful that I have gotten here. I am grateful that I get to wake up in the morning with this feeling of of feeling, you know, safe. Even the unknown is just an adventure when when you have nothing to fear from life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Just being grateful for life itself. That is so true. And, Mm. uh, you know, I'm very passionate about positive mental health, mental fitness and living your best life, no matter what the circumstances like. Mm. You you can't control what's going on out there. You can control what's going on in here as challenging and as a bit confrontational or uh, that might be. But, yeah, definitely. And just appreciating life. That is just so beautiful, Trina. So moving on, um, Mm. I love your spirit, your soul. You're just very calm and very grounded. But how do you enjoy life when you're not writing, when you're not journaling, when you're not being a mum? Yeah, how do you enjoy life? Well, um, back to the introvert part, I spend most of my time at home or in in my sort of... um, So 
it's mostly just the little things I enjoy. Sometimes, you know, I put on one of my favorite TV shows on Netflix and watch an episode and I absolutely feel no shame or guilt about, you know, wasting time because I I think life has to have room for those things. Yeah, yes. And just relaxing because... I most of my day I'm excited about my book and uh, business and everything and so many ideas sometimes my brain just needs rest that exactly like and just watching you know a favorite tv show or whatever it is just walk in the forest out of your especially as entrepreneurs we are like just we don't have nine to five jobs monday to friday that's for sure and with your Mm. book you know there's so much in your business everything going on so that's just so poignant that yeah just stop and be present in the moment um i think possibly yourself i always thought i had to be doing something and if i was just Mm. sitting i was wasting time now i realize i'm actually literally working on myself so I really love that yeah Yeah. now he may be a toughie what is one thing about courage that you would like our listeners to take action on because as I say knowledge is powerful Mm. and especially you can get a lot of knowledge from a book but it's applied knowledge that's even more powerful so one um, thing about courage you'd like our listeners to take action on Trina Mm. yes that is a good one I mean, I would love to live in a world where we're all courageous enough or have the support to be ourselves and to go explore what that actually means. I mean, we all have our totally unique individual genius and and the courage to go and explore what that is so we get to live it, mm-hmm. bring it into our everyday lives and bring it to the world with our contribution that's what I would love to see mm. more of in the world. Love, love, love it. Just so beautiful and heartfelt and it embodies all of who you are, really, living your best life but just being present and connection and everything like that. So that's gorgeous. So, Trina, how do people best get in touch with you or where can they buy your book? Um, it will be on Amazon um, and I will send you a link. You can put in the notes if you like. Yes. Yeah. And they can find me on Facebook. I have my page is called the spiritual rebel DK as in Denmark, (laughs) because that's where I am. Um, I have my website, the spiritual rebel dot DK again. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Have I forgotten anything? No, that's good. Just um, for, again, for the benefit of our audience, the name of your book again? It's called A Spiritual Rebel Enjoying the Heck Out of Life. <laughs> and I love that. <laughs> that is so good. And uh, yeah, just um, encourage people to, to go purchase that. Um, and, uh, you know, feel free to connect with Trina too on Facebook. Oh, yes, I would love that. I, yeah. I love connecting. Yeah, yeah. And you can do your, what did you say? Textrovert. You can become a textrovert when they yes. message you. <laughs> so I love that. So thanks so much, Trina. It's been a beautiful interview, just a very calm, very grounded one. Um, just love that. And uh, have you got any closing comments or anything you'd like to share? Oh, no, I'm just so happy to have been here. It was so good of you to invite me. I 
I'm I so appreciate that and I appreciate you for the work you're doing Love I mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, I think you're amazing and I'm so happy we connected yeah thank you very much thank you. wishing everyone a very courageous life and um, as I now starting to close out, you matter, you are loved, you are valued, and the world is a better place for you in it. Thank you so much. Mm. And lots and lots of love and big Aussie hugs. Take care. Yeah. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the Couragepreneur podcast. If you haven't already, please remember to subscribe so you're the first to know each time we publish a new show. Are you ready to live more courageously and be more resilient? And you know, this is something you need help with. We've created a gift just for you. It's the Trilogy of Courage special podcast series. And you can access at pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. That's pixjohnnison.com forward slash podcast series. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.